Hello, and welcome to our final segment of our Meet the MS MIS Faculty Director Series, a series that's dedicated to conversations designed to provide an in-depth look at what makes the University at Buffalo's MS MIS program and its people so special. My name is Aaron Shaw. I'm the Assistant Director of Recruitment for our full-time MBA and MS programs. And I have the absolute pleasure of being joined today by one of those very special people, the MS-MIS Program Faculty Director, Dr. Pavan Malgun. Pavan, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Aaron. Very pleased to be here. Now, before we get started, if you've missed either of the first two segments, Pavan provided us with a ton of great details about himself, his role as the MS-MIS Program Faculty Director, as well as going and taking a deep dive into the MS-MIS program as a whole. Now you can view either of those first two segments in our digital library, and I'll show you how to do that before we wrap up today. Uh, but in this final segment, we'll be taking a, a close look at uh, the relationship and the connections between the MS-MIS program, the university at Buffalo as a whole, the Buffalo community, and potential career pathways uh, for students. So without further ado, here we go. So Bhavan, uh, first question in this particular segment, uh, what opportunities and challenges do you see at the university level? Well, that's a, that's a pretty interesting question and a broad one at that. And um, I'm going to talk about it mostly from the student perspective. So from, from their point of view, I, I see there are some very interesting opportunities that are emerging. For example, um, the emerging role of the Blackstone Launchpad, for example. So there are opportunities where our students can work with startups that are just being conceptualized. And believe it or not, or not I've, I've spent an entire decade in industry working as an engineer, but I never had an opportunity to see how my work actually translates to success for the company. Hmm. I wrote this complex course, but I don't know what happened to them after they were released. And, and that's something that happens to a lot of engineers, despite the number of years they've worked in the industry. But here is one opportunity where you could work with a startup and see how your work actually shapes the product. So that's one valuable opportunity. Now, similarly, there are so many others. Now, there's a big uh, entrepreneurship uh, clinic that's coming up within the Buffalo region. And, and that's, um, again, an enormous opportunity for students to engage in. Uh, in addition to that, our, our increasing collaboration with uh, Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus and with Infotech Niagara. So we do uh, things like um, shadow the executive program. Um, in, of course, in addition to the guest speaking opportunities that we have, uh, we're also looking at engaging our students into some of these meaningful opportunities. Mm. Yeah, and, and as such, there are um, other um, opportunities in terms of um, uh, publication potential. So if you look at it, we are an Isaka approved curriculum. So some of our students actually go on to get certified in different uh, certifications. They also write uh, white papers and uh, literature that for practitioners, not necessarily scholarly articles, but practitioner-oriented articles, and they get published and widely read. Hmm. So those are some of the opportunities that lie in terms of what students can do. Now, with regards to the university at large, I see some interesting opportunities with potential collaboration with large MOOC 
players. Um, in fact, some of us are already building courses uh, on Coursera. For example, I'm offering a course on SQL for product managers, which will be out sometime mid-September. So um, interesting um, amalgamation of online platforms and education uh, are emerging. And some of our students may be able to benefit out of those opportunities along the way. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. Thank you very much. Um, so moving on, what role do you see the MSMIS program playing in the larger school of management, University at Buffalo and Buffalo communities as a whole? And that's, um, I see that uh, in the near future, I see that our program will go on to, will go on to, and uh, you know, uh, get more students and um, you know, attract uh, students from different groups per se. We, as I was pointing out, we might end up having a lot of non-traditional students along the way. Um, so, but in some sense, I see that our program has potential to become one of the flagship programs of the School of Management mm -hmm. and University at Buffalo at large. And um, we might, we are also, um, exploring opportunities where um, we might participate in some benchmarking and ranking um, from external sources. And, and we believe we are right there at the very top. And, and so those are some um, things that we'll eventually uh, pursue. Now, in terms of Buffalo ecosystem, I'd like to see more of our alums stay in the Buffalo, New York region and contribute towards, um, towards the success of uh, Buffalo Niagara community per se. And if you realize it's not such um, uh, a bad place to be in terms of uh, technology employment. So we have some uh, of, the, of uh, the unicorn companies emerging here in uh, our backyards actually. So ACV Auction being one of them, um, now Agnami being another, and um, we just had uh, a food startup that has uh, been funded recently. So there are great opportunities um, within the Buffalo Niagara region. And, and I just hope that some of our students will contribute towards the success of this region per se. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, moving on to what I feel is a, a very important topic, uh, timely and meaningful uh, is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And, and so I'd like to ask you, what does diversity mean to you? It's, it's a, well, it's, it's, there's, it's a range in itself, the topic of diversity. Well, first of all, of course, there is diversity in type of the student audience we get. So, for example, there are domestic students vis-a-vis -vis international students. Now, and then there are, of course, the traditional students who are degree-seeking and they are full-time students to non-traditional students who are taking course after course and um, keep a day, day job. Mm. So, but in addition to that, I, I do believe that the bigger challenge is the whole cognitive diversity per se. And, um, and that I think is an important uh, thing to be highlighted because uh, just because two people come from same region or they look similar, doesn't mean they are the same. There are a lot of uh, cognitive differences along the way. And I think in some of our class projects, we see that when such diverse thinkers come together, very unique solutions emerge. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what makes it um, so interesting. And, and I think, um, some of the great products have been built where we have team members who complement each other in their thought process. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's where, uh, and that's in some sense, the true diversity and the true value of it. 
Um, so to be honest with you, uh, in terms of um, diversity, one of the things we are trying to do is uh, we encourage uh, our students to work in, in different uh, local companies where they are probably going to be the first international uh, candidate. So that gives them an opportunity to see the world in a very different perspective. Also, it helps us overcome some of the stereotypes we have in mind. So for example, there are, there are assumptions being made about people all the time. And I think um, once you begin to work in, in a truly diverse environment, you begin to question a lot of those stereotypes. And then ultimately you realize that they're not true at all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you, you hinted at it a little bit there towards the end, uh, but how are you thinking about how UB and the MSMIS program can prepare a more diverse set of leaders to graduate in the future? Okay, so there is a lot going on at uh, the School of Management level. So in fact, um, if you look at it um, in, in a couple of our courses, there is a deliberate attempt to bring people who come from a non-traditional background and who have gone on to succeed um, in the technology industry. So for example, there are several stories of, um, of single moms who pretty much took a break for a decade, but then went on to become CEOs of firms. So we bring in people like that to talk to our students. Um, that's one way of achieving it. Second, uh, there is a lot of talk about mindfulness training and there are workshops and um, and you know, webinars being conducted on those topics. And that's another important aspect that uh, we need to address. And some of our students, for example, get a chance to attend the Grace Hopper uh, conference. Um, and and th these are places where uh, diversity is celebrated. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that uh, kind of, one, it introduces them to some of these ideas, but essentially, you know, uh, some of them eventually go on to become leaders in those aspects. So, that's a very, um, it's a very valuable um, component of our program. But I also see that, believe it or not, there are a few of our students who have started um, working for uh, NGOs on the side. In fact, one of the alums of the program uh, works for um, a Middle Eastern refugee uh, institute here where she teaches um, uh, young children from, uh, from these, uh, places essentially about value of cybersecurity and mm -hmm. things like that. And we also run programs for high school uh, students um, from a variety of different backgrounds and educate them on hygienic phone usage, internet usage, and so on and so forth. So there are, we give students um, some opportunities to participate in it. At the same time, we offer them training and resources to learn about why is it so important to be appreciative of these issues? Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. It's that's all insightful and, and amazing uh, initiatives that are happening uh, both at the MIS level, School of Management, as well as UB. Um, so, for my final question, I, again, I want to revisit a topic that we had discussed in a in a previous segment in terms of career outcome. But you know, keeping in mind all these connections that we've discussed thus far. Um, and then taking a, a look at success, and obviously everybody has a, a different definition for success, but in relation to this conversation, mm -hmm. um, from a prospective student uh, standpoint, you know, a lot of them want to know, mm -hmm. 
what is, what does it all mean, you know, in the end, in terms of career outcome and, and opportunity. Um, so in light with success, what does success look like if an MS, MIS student ultimately gets the job that they want? And I, and I want to reemphasize want. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I can answer this question in so many ways, but let's start with the one that probably is bothering a lot of our students anyways. One, success basically means in a year, you would have paid out your student loans. <laughs> okay. Now, I mean, of course, uh, depends on how well you manage your finances, but let's say you come into a program, you spend about $30,000 and you graduate with a $100,000 job. It's basic mathematics, right? If you save the money enough, you will mm -hmm. pay it out in one year. So one of my definitions of success is that. So in terms of ROI, we're arguably, as I keep saying, we're the best, probably the best program in this country. Mm -hmm. Second, uh, especially for the MSMIS, where we are up there. Now, second, I think the, the, the definition of success varies considerably based on who you ask. But what we do is we give you opportunity to choose the path that you want. In the sense that I've some of my batchmates when who graduated with me a few years ago, they are now at a stage where if they choose, they can um, quit their job and have their own startup. Or they could just um, go out there and um, you know pursue another career if they are interested in it. Or some of them might end up pursuing a higher education and potentially a PhD. And I'm one example of that. And, and there are so many options that are available to you, however you decide to pursue your pathway. At the same time, for some people, the definition of success is a decent job and then they want to get home and be with the family and, and have a good life. That's definitely another um, other thing that most can pursue anyways. But we give you a means where you can decide what success is for yourself. And I think that's a great luxury because a lot of people are just caught up trying to meet both ends meet, um, you know, make both ends meet. And in the process, they don't really get to think about what they really want to do for themselves. Mm -hmm. But as, as a alum of this program, you will be in a position to actually pursue your own interest and in some sense, self-actualize uh, around what you want by the time you probably hit mid forties. And that I think is a reasonable achievement. <laughs> I would agree. Thank you very much for that. Okay, that's gonna do it for us uh, here today in, in this final segment. Pavan, thank you so much for providing tremendous insight on how the MIS program is interconnected to different corners of the university, uh, the Buffalo and Niagara region communities and, and well beyond. Uh, speaking of connections though, and for the audience, we're glad that you're considering uh, the UB MS MIS program, uh, but we can't wait to hear from you. Uh, so stay connected. And you can do so by using your cell phone's camera to access links uh, through this QR code that's on your screen now. You may have also noticed it in the background uh, of my video, as well as the introductory slide uh, that I provided. But that QR code will take you to numerous links ranging from the ability to schedule a one-on-one -on -one admissions advising appointment, uh, to further exploring the MIS program, admissions requirements, uh, so on and so forth, uh, as well as browsing and engaging with us on social media, uh, and, and so, so much more, including a digital library where you can find this and all the segments for this particular uh, conversation. 
Uh, but for now, we'd like to say take care and goodbye. Thanks, everyone.